After cutting Alquad and Muhammad, the Chicago Bears have started what's called cap casualty season, meaning that we could see a lot of veteran players with higher contracts cut here in the next couple of weeks. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about what veteran edge rushers the Chicago Bears could go after. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans. So the Chicago Bears, as we talked about on yesterday's live with all three of us, C-Dub and Bobby and myself all on the, on the live. So make sure you guys go and check that out. We talked about Aquadin Muhammad being cut and the fact that the Bears did save $4 million on his salary, which pushes their salary cap uh, back up to over $100 million. So, you know, but this is, the, is probably the first of a lot of cap casualty cuts that could be coming for the Chicago Bears. That was a lot of C words. Try to say that three times fast. But the first one that, we were up, that we're going to talk about is one that could save the Bears even more money, and that's Cody White here. He has two years remaining on his contract. If, he, uh, if he's kept, he's going to be a cap hit of $14.1 million. If he's cut as a pre-June 1st cut, uh, it's, going to, it's going to save the Bears $4.2 million. Uh, he's going to be $83 million in dead money. Now, if he's cut, uh, if he's cut Prior, uh, post-June 1, he saves the Bears $9.9 million, adding almost $10 million to the Chicago Bears salary cap structure. Now, there is something to be said that Cody Whitehair could be kept on as a depth piece for the Chicago Bears as they move forward into the season. But considering that he, he, had a, he didn't have the best season, right? And considering he has the second largest cap hit on the team at $14.1 million and coming off an underwhelming season on top of that, um, you 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 have to evaluate the wins and losses like just in the money that you save from him. You could go after and get another veteran depth piece or that could go towards getting a starter that you that you're going to bode well for this team in the in the offseason as they hope uh, to improve that offensive line considerably. So that could save the Bears quite a bit of money in the in the cap space. And again, you're looking at that. Yes, the Bears have the most money in free agency. And but. When you look at how many positions the Bears need to fill and how they really want to kind of remodel uh, that whole offensive line outside of probably Braxton Jones and Tevin Jenkins, every little bit helps. And when you're cutting and you're saving that amount of money, you you can very well uh, you know get another starter for that level. Now the next one up who could be a, a cap casualty cut is again say that three times fast is Lucas Patrick, offensive lineman, another one. Um, his cap hit, if he if we hold on to him, is five point four million dollars. The dead money, if we cut him, is one point five million. And if we cut cut him, we're gonna save three point nine million in money. Again, that's another that's some more money that you could go after another veteran on that offensive line. Now, I do think that Lucas Patrick, considering the injuries and things like that, he's more likely in the fact that his contract is much much less than Cody White here. He's more than likely probably if any in if either one of those players are gonna be held on as a depth piece. He's the more likely candidate to, to stay on to this roster, stay on with the Chicago Bears uh, uh, team, and be that depth piece going forward. And keep in mind, too, as much as the, that us as Bears fans are down on Lucas Patrick, we never really got to see a long-term look at him at the position he was originally you know, signed to play. So that that all could, could point to signs of him more likely staying than going away. Uh, we'll see what's going on with Sam Mustafer. That's going to kind of be, I think it's going to end up coming down between Lucas Patrick and Sam Mustafer on which one's kept as a depth piece. Now, as Bears fans, we all know, we're all over Sam Mustafer. So my pick there would be Lucas Patrick. But 
That is something to look out for. And he could be a very good reserve for the Chicago Bears if he's healthy and that hand situation is completely healed up. So I think that he may be a likely to stay on this roster, but that is he could potentially be a cut as well. Next up, that's uh, defensive tackle Justin Jones. Now, we know that the Chicago Bears, they had one of the, the worst pass rushes um, in, in, ba in football, basketball, pass rushes in basketball, that's different, uh, pass rushes in football uh, last season. And so uh, the cap hit that he would be if we kept him is $7.4 million. He's a $2.5 million in dead money if we cut him, but we save $4.9 million if we, uh, if we go ahead and cut him. Now, there's something to be said about you know retaining him there's there's is a chance that we do retain him again as a depth piece uh he was already a backup plan himself we we went after him after the larry Ogunjobi thing fell through and we had and we we got out of that contract um he did lead the bears in tackles for a loss last season and he was second in qb hit so those things could be looked at again the cap hit isn't too bad um but, you know, I don't think that it's going to be an immediate cut if we do cut him, but he, it could be an avenue that we look at if we need a little bit more money, if we need some things like that, that he could be hit. But again, I'm looking at him, especially as a depth piece, can offer some very big upside for the Chicago Bears. So let me know what you guys think. Out of those three players, who do you think is more likely to stay on the roster? Let me know all that down below. Next topic before we end the show today is um, veteran edge rushers that the Chicago Bears could go after. And I have two specific ones here. Um, and, and so we're going to talk first about, uh, Yannick Nagakwe, and I know I'm probably murdering that name. I listen, so many, I, I'd be murdering names. I apologize. This is a guy, uh, again, a veteran from the Indianapolis Colts who we know, uh, our head coach has some history with, so he could be looked at to, to kind of come in and replace Alquad and Muhammad in that area. Um, he's a uh, 6'2", 246 pounds. He's only 27 years old. He was a former third round pick. His numbers last season had 18 uh, solo tackles, nine and a half sacks, which would be big, big for the Bears, not big on most other teams. Um, but it looks like he actually only played for the coach just last season, so actually doesn't have any uh, history with Matt Eberflus because Eberflus was gone by that time. He's played in Jacksonville, Minnesota, Baltimore, and the Las Vegas Raiders. He's played on all those franchises. He's played one season last year with the Indianapolis Colts. Um, over the course of his career, he has 65 sacks. Uh, since the time he was drafted in 2016, again, not anything that I do think the Bears are going to look for other places, but if they get their young ed edge rusher in this draft, they could look to go veteran on the other side, and he's still a solid, solid in both the pass game and the rushing game. Not anything amazing, right? So we're not sitting there saying that this is going to be the signing or the player that the Bears need to go after that's just going to fix their offensive line. They need to do some other uh, moves to, to kind of solidify that, but he could be a, a interesting veteran piece for the Chicago Bears as they look to remake that front seven as well. And not a player that is projected to try to get a lot of money either. He did sign a favorable contract in 2021. He signed for two years, $26 million, $21 million of that guaranteed. Again, that's not that's not a terrible contract. And he's probably looking to do something similar in that deal area this offseason. And the Chicago Bears could take a look at him. Next one up, Marcus Davenport. Now, Marcus Davenport had his career best season in 2021. He played with the uh, New Orleans Saints last season. He's 26 years old, 6'6", 265 pounds. Now, he's coming off a season that wasn't the best. Now, after his career year in 2021, they saw him get 23 solo tackles and nine sacks. He followed that up last year in 2022 with only 16 uh, solo tackles and, and only a half a sack. So there is something to be said there that, hey, maybe it's not it, you know it's not all sunshine and rainbows there but especially considering what the bears do in the other positions this is all really 
hinging on what the Bears decide to do in the draft. And because the free agent comes first, if the Bears go after a, a player of the of the level of Marcus Davenport, which they may even wait till after the draft to do, but if we see them go after him early in free agency, that can point towards what their methodology is going to be in the draft. Keep in mind, we still have Travis Gibson, Dominique Robinson here as depth pieces who showed that they were, their best times in the Chicago Bears uniform were playing as depth um, players off the bench. They didn't necessarily look the best once they got in that starting lineup, but Marcus Davenport could be another one that the Bears could potentially take a look at not necessarily saying that they will for sure but it is it is a <clears throat> sorry it is a player that they could take a look at and decide to go after now some other free agents outside of the edge that the bulls could i mean the bears could take a look at that i do want to mention here on the show these are veteran signings that the bears could take a look at and that's uh, uh guard ben powers offensive guard strong on the on the uh, we, as much help as we need on that offensive line, he's definitely could be a look at as something that we can go at to. He's going to be more reasonable. If we do cut Cody White here, he could easily replace that um, that piece on that offensive line. So he's definitely somebody that the Bears, I think, should take a look at. We're going to look at another one, too. Ethan Pokic. I think that's how you pronounce his name. From the Cleveland Browns, he's a center. Again, if we decide to move on from Lucas Patrick and we don't give him another chance uh, with the injuries and things that he had last season, this is another solid offensive lineman piece that could come in and help the Bears considerably on that offensive line as they really need to reshape that offensive line overall. We've already talked about Orlando Brown, who's the next one up on the list with the Kansas City Chiefs. Considering that they just won a Super Bowl, they may be retaining him or franchise tagging him. Uh, well, I doubt I doubt he gets a franchise tag, but um, definitely could take a look at that. The issue with him is that he is left tackle, which we have Braxton Jones in. Now, unless you think that Braxton Jones can play other positions and you can move him to the other tackle position, um, Orlando Brown, it, it would really be telling on what they think about the long-term sustainability of, of Braxton Jones if they were to go after an Orlando Brown. But even Orlando Brown kind of coming off what may be looked at as a down season um, for him. So, you know, that that is an interesting piece as well on that offensive line if we if we decide to go that way. Next up from the Tennessee Titans, we're going to Nate Davis. He's a guard from, from Tennessee. I said played that last season. Um, so, you know, while Tevin Jenkins does seem to be locked in as that starting right guard position with Cody Whitehair's future in question, uh, Davis could be on the radar for the Chicago Bears in that area, and he could be a replacement for Cody Whitehair if we end up do waving him and cutting him and trying to save that money. So those are kind of some of the veterans on the offense and defensive line that the Chicago Bears could take a look at in this upcoming free agency. But it really all comes down to what do they think, what are they expected to do in the draft? And as we learn more and get a big, a better picture on what Ryan's Poles mindset is going to be in the NFL draft this season, we'll be able to take a better look and see what kind of free agents and draft picks as well that he's going to key in on. But that is it for today's daily episode of Chicago Bears Central. Make sure you guys are tuned in and locked in with us on social media at Bull at Shy Bears Central. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comment, concerns. Chicago Bear Central gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a test message and our voicemail for our Friday mailbag episodes, the number to do so, 773-270. No, sorry. 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. And like I liked in every episode on Bear Down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break, break, media. media.